Well, Christmas greetings to each and every one of you. Merry Christmas. I'm glad we're together. You know, this time last year, things were so much different. Uh, we find ourselves uh, still making us through, making our way through this very uncertain season. Boy, it is drug, uh, drug for a long, long time. But with God's help, we are making it through. I am glad we're together. We are together for a special purpose tonight, and that is to offer our praise, praises to God for the good thing that He has done. He uh, has seen fit to send His Son. And our lives, because of Jesus, are uh, turned. They are different. They are, are transformed. Jesus has a, a way of doing that. Tonight, we, uh, we celebrate the fact that He uh, is born. We celebrate the fact that He is born anew in us. I hope that as we uh, find ourselves now just right on the precipice of, uh, of Christmas, that we, uh, we know that uh, Christ has that opportunity to be, uh, be very much uh, born anew in us and that our lives may be uh, wholly turned His way. So the night is, uh, has finally come, and we do find ourselves celebrating over the fact and reality that Jesus uh, is, is born and that He uh, has that grand opportunity to, to live in us, to live through us as we respond with faith. Hispanics around the, the world celebrate what is called Noche Buena, uh, the good night. It features uh, plenty of food, uh, festive music, plenty of time for family and friends, even uh, gifts exchanged right at the stroke of midnight, the good night, noche buena. Gifts are exchanged uh, in, 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 in response to the fact that the, the greatest gift has been given, and His name is Jesus. And so for us, uh, this is a good night. There is every reason to celebrate to, uh, to find ourselves coming together and expressing ourselves wholeheartedly, sincerely, faithfully, offering our praise and thanksgiving for the great thing that God has done. The birth of a baby always brings joy. I have had the distinct honor of visiting with uh, numbers of uh, couples uh, down through the years who have uh, just uh, given birth and as I uh, make my way in and out of the maternity ward, always at that nursery, uh, you can see almost two and three deep looking into the nursery and just having the grandest time, pointing, hey, there's mine, right? Look how beautiful. And it's, uh, it's just something about the birth of a baby that brings joy and excitement to all concerned. Birth is a miracle that uh, leaves us standing in awe every time. It is, it is a miracle of God. And certainly tonight, as we, uh, we consider the birth of Christ, we, we know that this is a, a miracle of, of miracles. God intersecting history, seeing fit to bend our way and to offer the opportunity for us to, uh, to in, enjoy and experience salvation. Good news of, of great joy that unto us in the city of David is born a Savior, and He is Christ the Lord. 
And so we come together tonight to, to celebrate the great thing that has taken place. Christ is born, and we can do no other but offer our praise. We've all been preparing for this, this time, this evening, for a long time. You know, stores have been advertising uh, for Christmas since the day after Halloween, and that seems like eons ago. Uh, all of us uh, here around church have noticed that the decorations uh, here at St. John have been up for, for the entirety of Advent, a, a full, full month. Parties have been planned, and most of those uh, have already taken place. Gifts have been purchased, and they're uh, adorned around our, our Christmas trees. And it doesn't matter what, what age we are, there's, there's a sense of anticipation and excitement uh, just seeing those gifts, what might be under all the colorful wrapping paper. Families are, are already assembling, and I know that, that some of that is uh, represented uh, here. Uh, assembling from far and wide, enjoying one another's company. It's all a part of Christmas, and we've been looking forward to it in and, 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 and anticipation of the, of the great night, the good night, if you will, and it has come. We come to this moment a little exhausted, yet we come all the more ready to express ourselves and to offer our praise and thanksgiving God's way. The celebration of Christmas distills to, to this moment. You know, we, we, we find ourselves uh, looking to that grand opportunity just right on the edge of Christmas to offer our thanksgiving to God. And it is here it is now that we focus on the birth of Christ. We remember the night when Mary gave birth to her son. She did that in a borrowed stable. The humble surroundings make a, a profound statement about the sort of Messiah that Jesus was. He was not some high and mighty king, although he is worthy to be adored, but he comes in humble estate. To, to punctuate the fact, to, to, to get across the, 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 the notion that he is a servant above all. We, we read from uh, Philippians, the second chapter, about who Jesus is, about one who did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but he emptied himself, and he took on the form of a servant, and he was obedient even to death on the cross. And then as we know uh, from, from that cross, he was highly exalted above the earth, below the earth, and certainly on the earth, even to the place where we exalt him tonight, Jesus, the one who emptied himself. And we, uh, we recognize that tonight as we uh, come before the, the scene that, that is Christmas, that first Christmas. It was clearly of humble estate. You know, it is always, always hectic around the church of the nativity uh, in, in Bethlehem. You get a sense of how that looks and what goes on, on uh, in and around Christmas, and in particular on Christmas Eve. Thousands of people. In fact, tens of thousands of people stream to, to Bethlehem, to the church of the nativity uh, each year. And in fact, thousands do that uh, each and every day, but certainly at this, this time of the year. The night 
Jesus was born was filled with, with people as well. Not quite the, the frenzy that we see here with all the, the, the lights and the fireworks and the, the representations of, of stars, but, uh, but full all the more. For we know that people came from all around in order to fulfill what Caesar Augustus was, was calling the people to do. He had called for a census, and, and people were to return to, their, uh, to, the, to the place of, of, of their lineage. That's exactly what David did. And he brought Mary along, and they made their way to the town of David, Bethlehem. Much is made about the fact that there was no room in the inn for these two. And if there ever was a time where there would be need for a room, it would be that night for Mary and Joseph. But there was no room. But yet out of the benevolent heart, the hospitable heart of the, of the innkeeper, he made it possible for them to, to bed down in the stable. As the great carol, Joy to the World, reminds us, every heart needs to prepare him room. Let's focus in on that. Every heart needs to pre- prepare him room, even in hearts that are, that are f- full of all sorts of stuff going on, uh, vying for our attention and our, our energy, we need to prepare Him room. We need to open ourselves, uh, be hospitable, if you will, make room for the one we celebrate tonight. The coldness and, and lack of hospitality found in Bethlehem so often uh, reflects the, the landscape of our own hearts. You know, if you really think about it, we, we have so much that weighs us down, so much that vies for our attention, so much that, that captivates uh, who we are, that it's, it's sometimes hard to find room for Christ in our lives. It's all too easy, isn't it, to, to crowd out Jesus. And I'm not just talking about the, the busyness that, that happens certainly around this season of the year, but but, but basically, every day of our, our, our lives, there is so much that uh, takes priority over Christ being number one in our lives. We, we find ourselves, uh, just as Bethlehem was, there was no room in the inn. But yet, as we uh, consider the great uh, thing that God has done, and all that He offers in our, to our lives, we would do well to make room for the one who is the Savior of the world, the one who is the, the, that brings salvation to, to our lives. We're all good about decorating, aren't we? You know, at our, our home, we've, uh, we, we've been, been decorating. As I already mentioned, we've uh, taken great pains to decorate around the, the, the church, we're all good about decorating on the, the outside when, when sometimes the inside goes wanting. We spend all sorts of time and, and energy with appearances when the most important thing that we can do is deal with things on the inside. We need to make him room first and foremost. And the outside will take care of itself. Tonight, though, is, is great testimony to 
to our desire to, to seek for Christ, to come together, to worship His holy name, to present ourselves before Him and let Him do with us what He will. You know, there are a million other things that we could be doing right now, but you choose, you choose to come here and to worship the newborn King. And that indeed is a first step in, in, uh, in, in making Him room, of opening your heart, not being so much concerned about the outside, but really dealing with the inside, making yourself present and ready to be formed by God through His Son, Jesus Christ. We are forever using the excuse that we just don't have time to, to do this or that, when in reality we, we make time for the things we consider most important. And indeed, there is, there is nothing more important than making room for Christ in your life. Now, we've done a lot of decorating around our house. We, uh, as I've said, often have a lot of Christmas decorations. We don't all, we don't put them all up uh, every, every year. In fact, I've teased that we have enough Christmas decorations to open up either a medium-sized to large-sized Christmas shop and still have plenty of inventory uh, in the back that would last us for weeks. Among all the things that we have as Christmas decorations, we, we have as, as some real prized possessions, some really meaningful decorations that are uh, some nativities that uh, we have collected over the years, many from uh, different places in the, in, in the world. Front and center is, is an olive wood creche, really exactly like the one that you see on the screen. That's a creche that Cheryl's uh, dad brought back to to every one of the kids when he visited the Holy Land some many years ago. You know, we set it up with uh, great care and make sure that the manger is exactly as it should be. And always the kids, regardless of age, will, will place things around and, and to, to maneuver them as they, they think they should be. As a matter of family tradition, we have uh, waited to put Jesus... Uh, in, in the manger until uh, this night, this good night, as if to say Christ has come. I remember one year, years ago, when, when our youngest son, John, was, was, was much younger than he is uh, now. We put Jesus in the, the manger, and he was very quick to correct us. No, we need to wait until Christmas Eve. We need to put Jesus where he truly belongs, and I'm not talking about a, a crush so much as in our hearts. We need to welcome him, find room, and in that uh, rejoice over the great things that he is doing in, in our lives. Regrettably, far too many forget to do that, refuse to invite him in, but let that not be said of us. Today, we celebrate that Christ is born. And because of that, it is a good night that the earth receive her King. Let every heart
prepare him room. Let it be so as we seek to respond with faith to the great gift of good news that unto us in the city of David is born a Savior, and he is Christ the Lord. Amen.